another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. Today on the show I've got a guy that plays in a lot of bands. Many bands. Uh, abundant bands. Um, he uh, He's a bass player in uh, the, the chamber folk band Soulfoot Mombits. Uh, he also plays in the band uh, Americana folk band One Lane Bridge and he does the 90s cover band Everlong. Uh, he's busy at work all the time. Uh, met him over at High Five Studio back in the day, and I'm excited to talk to him about his music, his artistry, and why he does what he does. So, Marshall Holm, welcome to the show. Hey. Hi. I haven't seen you in a while, man. How are you? Yeah, you know, keeping busy. It's uh, been a summertime. I've been exhausted like I should be, being a, you know, musician in Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. Played with a bunch of different cool people. For sure. Yeah, you still are working at uh, Guitar Center? Mm -hmm. Well, no, no, not Guitar Center. Top Shelf. Just Top Shelf. Yes, sure. yes. Guitar oh, Center. Boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Competition. Um, yeah, so that's your, like, day job? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's uh, a lot of, like, setup and repair. Like, it's, uh, um, I mean, there's a lot of musicians here, so it's, uh, you know, pretty much, you know, everything from, like, minor string changes to fret work to, you know, we, we do a bit of retail, but it's it's a lot of service and repair. Sure, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, like you just said, uh, no shortage of, uh, of patronage there, mm -hmm. because with the thriving scene that we're experiencing, the musical renaissance, as people like to call it, yep. people need a uh, tunage. People need a... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the Midwest. Our, with, our weather flip-flops like crazy. Like, I mean, it's uh, your heat's going on. Your instruments are drying out now. <laughs> I didn't even realize that's that's a direct factor into... Yeah, uh, yeah. Wood is, uh, you know, it breathes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, today, for example, is, uh, started out as a very uh, gusty, rainy day, and mm -hmm. now it's still gusty, but the sun was out for a bit, and now it's... You know, just uh, the sky. The blue. The sky is blue, but it doesn't. It doesn't feel like the sky is blue because it's still really fucking shitty out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it, it's still gray. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. A it's, fan. it's all the fog. Very. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so uh, what we talk about on uh, Mr. Nice Guy, we talk love and fear through our passionate and creative minds. Um, you were one of the first people I met when uh, I came to. High Five Studio uh, at one of the networking jams. Uh, yeah. The first one I ever went to, I remember I met you outside. We were like outside getting some fresh air. And I remember like, I was like, you know, like excited about meeting all these musicians and whatnot. And you were like, yeah, I play in a band. It's called Soulfoot Mombits. And I'm like, what? <laughs> You're like, Soulfoot Mombits. <laughs> and you gave me a card. And I'm like, oh. I wasn't like mistaken. Like that's yeah, yeah, no, you know, that's what he uh, said. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a very like eccentric name. Um, and then uh, you know I would see you at High Five uh, throughout the times, and then uh, I got to see Soulfoot Mombits uh, finally 
uh, playing at Summer Solstice Festival uh, at the beginning of the summer. It was a really fun gig. Very, f yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, um, yeah, that was, it was awesome not only to see you guys, but, you know, it was a really big crowd there. Mm -hmm. Got to talk to you guys for breaking and entering. Talked about your sound and recording finally. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, and, and then I, I also saw you do, uh, you did bass for Dad. Yep. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a blast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm. That was uh, Company Brewing. Um, yeah, uh, I had Dad on the show a couple months ago, and I'm still kind of confused about what <laughs> happened that day. But uh, it, 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 it did occur, and it made, it, it made for an episode. So. It, yep, yep. It's kind of how it happens. It's like, hey, a dad show? You know, it's like you don't always know what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, I got the the call from, uh, like, Dan Buddha. Like, the, you know, he was playing keys that show, and you know, he was kind of the, like, the head of, like, all the, like, the, you know, he made the band happen that day, basically. Yeah. And, uh, and, yeah, it was basically just like, yeah, it was a dad show for me. Yeah, yeah. you, you can't really explain it another way, any like other way. That, you know, you just had to be there. Yeah, man, it's it's antics, it's fatherly energy, it's uh, it's the the holy blessings. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's also just a lot of fun. Um, I I, yeah. I happen to I happen to love dad's music. I love what he's doing. So yeah, so so Marshall, uh, to, I would love to start by taking it back a little bit and I'd love to hear a little bit about your own musical background. When did you start playing music um, uh, growing up? So I kind of, um, I mean I've I've been surrounded by music like all my life. My uh, my mom's a guitar player, my dad just loves music, he's a sound guy now, he mm -hmm. just like, I've, I've always been surrounded by it. Um, my, uh, uh, my uncle on my uh, and my dad said is uh, is Rick Holmes, who's a bass player, like you know, um, was in the blue scene for forever. But cool. like, I mean, just crazy funky thumbs and uh, like just a phenomenal bass player. So like, I was I was doomed from the start. <laughs> right? Yeah. <essentially. laughs> like, yeah, that was yeah, and I was named Marshall after Marshall Crenshaw. So like, oh, it wow. was like, um, but yeah, I didn't really like you know, like really you know, pick up anything seriously until I was in high school like I mean my freshman year I played guitar but like I mean I wasn't super serious about it I just kind of you know playing basic you know everybody's first guitar to you know smoke on the water off guitar yeah, yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah. like you know Ozzy Osbourne kind of stuff sure right and right. Uh, um, then uh, in high school I uh, met uh, um, Met up with a couple guys that played. Um, then you know, started a band with them. Um, Alex Bennett was uh, the rhythm guitar player at the time. He's the guitar player in Everlong. So nice. I uh, I work with him a bunch still. Like he uh, he runs uh, a studio called. Uh, um, this is where I should really just have his studio off the hands. Where uh, um, modern modern sound recording. Cool. Plug, shout yes. out. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, he's, uh, and he, he's actually going to be the one that's uh, going to be uh, mixing and mastering the Soulfoot Moments uh, upcoming EP and album. Very exciting. So, still recording with that. Mm -hmm. Sweet. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so like, you know, Alex has been, you know, been there, you know, pretty much from there. Um, then, uh, so yeah, that was, we uh, made the, the band Smokeletting, which was <laughs> um, just a blast. Just, you know, um, very kind of like, at first kind of like Iron Maiden or oriented, and then kind of as we like grew up and got a little bit better, went a little bit more off into the prog rock world where I was eventually just like had a huge pedal board and a six string bass and mm -hmm. the very end of it I was playing synth with one hand and bass and the other it was just it was ridiculous. What? Wow, okay. Um, yeah, nice. yeah, it was uh, just like, I mean just is all out. I mean, we were just showing off before we were. I mean, <laughs> before we knew how to be tasteful with yeah. instruments, it was yeah. just more was more because more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that was just basically just you know a couple of guys from my neighborhood that we were just you know in the basement six hours at a time. <laughs> sure. Yeah. You, you you get proficient that way. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I would imagine. Yeah. Man. Like, and then you know, you have to go out in the real world and develop some taste for those jobs. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, uh, how would that develop beyond like high school into um, what uh, would become like, you know, some of the projects that uh, you ended up with today? Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I suppose the stuff that you know, you're doing in high school, that's, you know, kind of where you push your limits, you know, figure out where you're like interested in like, you know, what you're good at. So like, I mean, yeah, if it wasn't for those projects in high school, like, well, it's, I mean, it, like, you know, even the you know, high school jazz band, I had a really, I had a director that really just put me into the gear. And I mean, he was, uh, not nice when you weren't, uh, when you weren't focused Oh yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and just, you're really passionate and he needed a good bass player. Mm -hmm. And so he, you know, kind of stepped on me a bit and. You know, so that was kind of like, you know, where you develop the drive of just like, you know, here's what needs to happen. And, uh, I mean, you know, jazz band, uh, that's where I learned how to like, you know, listen to all the different parts. So it's like, I mean, yeah, it's kind of where you, you know, where the gears form. Sure. Yeah. Um, how did you, yeah. So was Soulfoot Mambas the first band out of the three you're involved in that's formed? Um, so Soulfoot Mambas has, uh been together for longer than they've had me. Um, I see. I, uh, um, oh, I'm trying to think of how long I've been playing with them now. Because um, I, uh, um, I met their uh, their original bass player when I was going to MATC. Um, I went um, was uh, in their music occupations program. Sure. Um, and kind of you know, just. Yeah, I found this this hippie folk band and they were mm. awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and uh, I'm trying to remember like the first time I filled in with them. This is years ago. Um, and like yeah, I'm just like okay, what year was that? It's just been a blur. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I filled in with them a couple times. Like so then it, but it was like never like they never like needed a full-time guy when i had the availability but like i you but every time that they like change bass players which has been several times now mm -hmm. like i was the filling guy oh nice sure. so like um so i've been familiar with their music for a while and like a fan of their stuff for forever um 
and um, like the whole time I'm working with Richard in uh, in other projects, um, the first band was uh, Sleazebot with Sam Harvey. And oh, nice. It was the, the Up and Under house band. Oh, cool. Um, and uh, yeah, we we did did a couple gigs here and there, but like by the time I was in the band, we were pretty much primarily just that that house band. Which uh, yeah, another band where you just yeah, it was Monday nights. Like we just uh, <laughs> it was like uh, it, it was like my. Uh, um, Smokeletting of just like that whole next yeah. chapter of my life yeah, where I was yeah. just like, yep, now nah, I just, you know, bring this big pedal board and play the most complicated mm -hmm. stuff I can think of just because it's good practice. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, working, uh, you know, I, I was like, I, I've worked with Richard in, uh, in a whole bunch of different bands throughout the, like, the years and like in whatever band we're in, we're usually gonna get like if 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 I'm not in a band I'm gonna be filling in for it at some point and vice versa. Mm -hmm. I definitely used Richard in, in uh one lane bridge and whatnot and sure. like you know even in the studio with uh like you know people I play at like at the at the churches I play at. Mm -hmm. Like I've gotten Richard on recordings with there. So it's like it all just kinda intertwines. Yeah, so you yeah, like uh when did they when did you join the band full time? Um Oh, that's where I just, um, it's been about three years now, so, wow. uh, yeah, that'd be 2000, <laughs> I'm late, just trying to, Late yeah. 2016, maybe? 16, yeah, yeah, right around there, I'd, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd have to scroll back through my Facebook just to be like, okay, when was yeah, that first game? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it blurs together, definitely. But yeah, yeah, probably about three years ago. Um, and yeah, and, and even then, it was like I was uh, I, I did a couple uh, a, a gig or two uh, with playing guitar with them um, when they still had uh, the bass player at the time. But then, uh, and then he heard me play bass once, and then uh, <laughs> um, he uh, just kind of asked the band like, "Hey, like you know, do you want to just like you know." see where it goes this way like and kind of like you know asked you know asked to bow, bow out where i was like oh well, i i really want to play bass but i've never gotten to play guitar in a band mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> like you know I'm, I'm like always like surrounded in music and i and i do get to play a, a a fair amount of guitar um in the church world but like it's uh like i kind of want to play guitar yeah <laughs> yeah well yeah I mean, you at want... some point so hey here we are right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I get that a lot, like, uh, a lot of, I feel like a lot of people that play in different bands, it's like, they, it gives them opportunities to play different instruments or play mm -hmm. different styles of music that yeah. they don't normally, with their pro pro primary project, get to, like, be really, like, exposed to. Oh, yeah, and tr as a bass player, I'm, I'm everywhere with genre. Just so yeah. much fun. Like genre doesn't and, even mean much anymore in that yeah, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and, I mean, yeah, even just you know, across like there's the the bands I, uh, I I'm in, which I mean, it's a '90s grunge band, uh, like folky Americana. So like, I mean, like traditional rock band, and then Soulfoot Mombits, which is you know, kind of like I, I suppose also in the folk, but like a whole totally different kind of mm -hmm. indie rock. Kinda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. And I mean, and you know, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, share techniques between the bands, but there's like a whole different rig and bass for every one of them, yeah. and then um, just like I get, I get to do a whole lot of fill-in work because well, everybody needs a bass player, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's modern country one week, it's <laughs> like, and, and I mean, it can just be anything and everything. Yeah. Um, 
Which is, yeah, a whole lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, tell me about uh, One Lane Bridge. Uh, Alan um, Williams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Al has been uh, doing that band since... Um, I think the early 80s that's where wow. I should have this like, like yeah longer than I've been alive holy shit um, yeah he uh, he and uh, Rami Espinosa is the, the guitar player have been at it for forever um, yeah especially from my perspective <laughs> yeah um, but uh, yeah that band is um, always kind of like ever changing it's uh, like been up to like a seven piece and like it with like full like when we have all the different background vocalists and different members and you know and down to a four piece and like yeah and especially because there's uh um guys like uh our drummer now is scott wetzel who plays with a whole bunch of different people he's phenomenal yeah (laughs) yeah i mean and that's and really like getting scott in that band like um it's really just kind of like over the last couple of years just taking it up the whole nother notch where like you know rami's using overdrive a whole lot more mm-hmm. because we have this just uh, really fun rhythm section now uh, uh, where like yeah i mean like both both rami and scott have just worked with just a, an amazing amount of people mm-hmm. so it's just like just by resume alone it's like oh and i get to work with these guys yeah yeah for sure yeah it's it, it's it's just like inspiring and yeah it makes me uh you know practice and get you know try and get good <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah. and uh and al's a really good songwriter so like yeah we're like you know because you know we've all done our fair amount of cover band work but it's like something where it's like we really get to like shape it and whatnot like mm-hmm. i mean yeah al writes the songs and generally like you know comes out of us with the chord progression and whatnot but then like pretty much just trust us to like apply dynamics and like mm-hmm. you know kind of do what we do to it yeah totally <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty much every gig he'll he's constantly throwing songs at us so including right at the gig he'd be like hey guys i just wrote this one like hey you know and just like yeah it takes a second like terms of the uh, here's, here's a bridge here's a chorus and here we yeah. go how often do you guys play uh, shows um kind of varies but we usually uh, get out at least once or twice a month cool um and you know sometimes it's uh, you know a month or two off and then four in a month mm-hmm. But yeah. do you have like uh, places you tend to do gigs at like, um, regularly? Yeah, yeah we uh, um, will like uh, once or twice a year at that studio at, at Studio Winery, which uh, we just uh, we just released a uh, live album that we recorded mm-hmm. there. So we uh, basically recorded a recorded a whole show and uh, with uh, you know, just kind of edited out all the uh, all the in betweens and mm-hmm. uh, and made it a live album and that that just room sounds really good and it uh it was a f- really fun experience uh, um so we did uh every thursday this past summer um pretty much uh what could make of like what members could make it um which has been how we've booked a couple of gigs which is um I mean, that band's really flexible where we can go down to an acoustic trio or a duo if we need to mm-hmm. um and uh so um, we did uh, old, the uh, Old Brook Park in uh, Germantown, oh, cool. like every Thursday, um, and uh, the band kind of rotated around a bit, um, and it was uh, just a lot of fun. Nice. Um, so uh, we do uh, Brewtown Eatery um, a couple times a year, sure, um, yeah. and uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, we've. Uh, 
been a while since we've done polys, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, they, they, they always just kind of like, you know, we, uh, you know, um, seem to have just kind of a, like a rotation where we just like, you know, we, it'll be kind of a couple years, be mm -hmm. a couple years between playing places. Yeah. But like, it's, yeah, it's always a fresh show then. Yeah. Uh, but sure. like, you know, um, you've been Mary's Caddyshack a couple times. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah, how about uh, how about Everlong, your yeah. cover band? Yeah, Everlong. So um, that um, that band's been uh, like um, kind of an ever changing uh, like um, you know, product over the years. Um, they uh, um, we were originally uh, thrown together um, where it wasn't uh, wasn't exactly this lineup, um, but we were do we were this power pop band called Party Anthem that we were just thrown together yes. other, other other this. Uh, um, manager and uh, that kind of changed throughout the years that uh, you know you kind of became like oh well yeah we were like and we were always kind of pulling towards the 90s like and uh, even you know up until like you know the you know a year before ever long happened Alex and I were talking about like hey let's do a 90s project mm -hmm. like you know like let's do a side for uh, yeah a, a side a side project cover band for a side project cover band yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but uh but yeah and it, it uh it just kind of boiled down to we uh finally uh finally have it down to it's uh just the four guys in the band and we have the right members to like get the sound that we really need um zach just uh, uh zach daniel just really fit the spot right like i'd seen him do a solo thing but like when he came down to audition for the 90s thing it was like oh he's got like this the whole like dynamic grit like he can keep up with a band mm -hmm. um because uh yeah it's it's different singing with uh singing with a band than like singing over your acoustic guitar yeah right <laughs> like, yeah i, I mean it, and like anybody that can do both is uh is pretty talented mm -hmm. um so uh, yeah, once we got uh, once we got all the uh, the right um, the right pieces, then it was uh, we there was some changes in the booking agency and just kind of the management of the band, mm -hmm. um, kind of right going into summer, right as everything gets booked. So we've done a couple shows, which um, honestly I think is working for us because we can just really put everything into each show. Um, so right now um, the next gig we have is November twenty third at. Polly's, nice. um, which is, uh, I mean, close to home base where yeah. it's, West Dallas. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's West Dallas, so it's uh, um, it's a fun room to play. They uh, actually haven't even been there since they remodeled, mm -hmm. um, but uh, they've got uh, got enough people that know what, know what they're doing that always hang out there. That yeah, it, it's going to be a fun show. Oh, very cool. Well, um, I'm really looking forward to that one. Awesome. Good. Yeah. What? Is, so when. We're talking '90s cover. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you like? Uh, what are some numbers you guys are busting out? Um, so yeah, we do like uh, you know, like you know, the Pearl Jam, Nirvana. Kind oh of yeah, stuff. the grunge so, stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll uh, jump into some like Smashing Pumpkins. Like uh, we'll do today. Nice. Um, yeah. um, I mean, you know, it, there's uh, we're definitely you know, kind of on the you know grungy, grungier, heavy, heavier side. So, mm -hmm. um, but then we'll also then just jump into Wonderwall because oh, yeah, right. and you're at every '90s high school dance. Of course, like, right? Especially when you're in the suburbs. Yep, people yep. love that stuff. And you know, and, and uh, um, but it's but we're like what I love about that band is it's like, you know, a lot of people just do like straight covers. Like they're just like 
but we kind of like took the idea of like no we're everlong we're a like you know like when we had first come out with everlong it was 90s tribute where we're mm-hmm. like no we're like we're a band in the 90s like we're not trying to just like be uh you know like a like you know, totally just like run of the gun. Cover, you know, yeah. you know, it's like it's how the band would do it live. Oh yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. where like you know, there, there's so so many tunes that we just like, yeah. But like this part would jam out at the end live here. Mm-hmm. Like this is just like you know how yeah. yeah. So like we're you know pretty liberal with like if we need to change to like the tuning of a tune mm-hmm. or like something like that. But it's really just like yeah. So yeah, we do we do Wonderwall. But it's just totally balls out rock at the end. Oh, yeah, like, right. It's like, and that gives you your dimension of the creativity, yeah. where it's like you get to put your own spin. Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, I, I I run through basically uh, the half stack guitar amp as long as as well as my bass amp. So it's like yeah, yeah it's you know to to cover where the rhythm guitar isn't because yeah. uh, well yeah because I, I get to cover that range. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a big wall of guitar amp, like every '90s band should have behind them. Exactly. <laughs> yes, quite. So, well, you're busy with uh, a lot of different bands, um, as you mentioned before. Uh, Sulfate Mombits is uh, working on uh, recording some stuff. Tell me mm-hmm. what you're working on. Yeah. So um, we uh, um, we've been uh, working on. Uh, basically, what will be on our, our our album? The first four tunes we're going to release as an EP. Um, and what we've basically found is, uh, it's really hard to record when your vocalist is, uh, pregnant. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Jesse uh, just had her baby, uh, about, uh, two weeks ago now, so... Congrats, um, Jesse. Congratulations, yeah, it's, uh, so the house has been fun, um, which, uh, it, it's, uh, I live above them. Oh, wow, So, okay. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it's, uh... It's really fun, really fun living, yeah, just above, you know, you have some of my best friends, and uh, and then the recording space below, like, oh, it makes yeah. it, yeah, where we just convenient, yeah, yeah, where we just, if we need to work out something, it's just like, okay, you know, I'll, you know, run all the way downstairs, and uh, like we've gotten to get so much more done, mm-hmm. and um, we, uh, um, we had a whole lot recorded in the old house, like before they moved, and. Then we, when uh, they bought this new house and uh, then got this new recording studio, we found we could get a whole lot better sound. <laughs> nice, nice. So like it was kind of like, oh, you have to do a lot of backtracking, but like it's sounding so much better. And yeah. then right when we got a really good sound, it was like, oh, and Jesse kind of sounds really pregnant. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, like so so every but so that's kind of given us the time to like really just like expand on like how do we want these tunes to really sound because what I love about Sulfate Mambits is like we play pretty dynamically and like to the room um, so we've really toyed with like how do we record them because it's like you know when we're at summer solstice I'm like you're playing pushing, as loud as you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm I'm pushing everything into just like it's as rock and roll as it ever is. When we're playing at chill, it's brushes on the drums and we're pretty subdued and it's uh, you know, you know, prettier. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which, so like so yeah, we we've gotten we've gotten a lot of time to uh, just kind of like kind of push the tracks back and forth and uh, and uh, just you know, just playing playing around with little background parts that uh, like you know, we we don't want it to like you know, all of a sudden sound like we're a 20-piece band, mm-hmm. like, 
but we also want it to sound a little more polished than just a live recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, for sure. So, and, and, and like a lot of these arrangements, they're just, we're finding they're really delicate because like anything extra we throw in is just like, it's like outside of the four of us. So like, yeah, it's yeah. like trying to, trying to like find the right tones that like blend in with what we have just like to like support the right tracks. Mm -hmm. um, it's been a really fun process. Um, and then uh, as we get the vocals down, like that's really the uh, the last thing that we're that we're uh, waiting just to get the get the right takes and whatnot. But um, we're getting the studio more and more tuned as we're doing Good. it too. And that's that's really the uh, the the part that I've been like really digging into over this last summer is just kind of like finding uh, finding the right microphones and where to place them and. Uh, um, yeah, recording a trumpet is surprisingly difficult. Is it? Because <laughs> nice. yeah. uh, you hear the whole room when you hear the trumpet. If you if you point a trumpet right at your face, it's really bright and obnoxious. If you put the microphone there, it's really bright and obnoxious. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have to record the whole room. Oh yeah. And uh, and figure out how to like just put it into like yep here is like one speaker that sounds like a trumpet in a room. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I think we got it. Good, good, good. Uh, and so the question everyone asks you, what's a mom bit? It's that uh, it's whatever you make of it is whatever you think it is or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that answer. I've also used that uh, we'll tell you at the next show. And then they're going to tell you after that show, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's you know, free beer tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. I remember that's what I was so like confused when you first told me the name of your band I'm like what is a like i've never heard that what's a mom bit uh but like they said it's what you think it is okay so you it's the best part yeah it's the best part yeah <laughs> yeah so um so uh so it's my understanding that uh the so the cover band business is very lucrative uh, that's where you get m most of your money as a, as a musician right yeah yeah i mean it's definitely like easier to get gigs that are consistent and paying mm -hmm. um you know it's uh because that seems to be what people in milwaukee want to hear like i mean it's with like, the drinking culture you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. where it's <laughs> like you know it's um i mean really i think it uh it comes down to, you know, people don't want to think that much, like, it's, you know, kind of just today's culture, like, oh, yeah. you know, give it to me now. Right. Like, I don't want to think if this is good or not, I just want to know if I like the song. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Well, you said, so you said you played at uh, an Everlong gig at mm -hmm. Moe's Wauwatosa last yeah. night. Um, I actually used to work at the Moe's downtown, mm -hmm. and I remember, yeah, we used to do, like, cover bands and stuff like that, like, throughout the week, but, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're downtown drinking like yeah yeah it's, 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 that's what you want to hear i mean you know nobody can can't you know nobody can argue that there's not a, a pretty uh big you know, business there oh yeah yeah definitely it goes hand in hand for yeah sure. yeah whereas like it's harder to sell people your music and really like uh you know mm -hmm. uh enchant the crowd when they're all songs that you wrote or the band wrote that other yep. people you know that are drinking a lot and are really there to party rather than there for like the live music aspect yeah, yeah, it's yeah. harder I to mean, sell you know, to basically if there's tvs on the music probably you know you probably just want to throw out covers on yeah yeah, yeah. like it becomes secondary yeah 
Yeah, that's, that's always a pet peeve of mine. It's like, if the band's playing, turn off the TVs. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, that's real. Yeah, like, because I work at Company Brewing, and, uh, yeah, like, even if the TVs are on, if the band is playing, like, the TVs are at least mute, but, I mean, it, it, but usually they're just off. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like... Yeah, I would love to just see, you know, just like, you know, throw like, you know, just like the swirly in it, you know, just like have some background. Right, band. yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, Like, yeah, add to, add to the vibe so it's not just like an off-TV, like, like you, know, you could make it something cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Where that's, uh, like, I, yeah, I love places like Saloon on Calhoun, actually, like, they just have a, uh, a camera set up, and they, it's, it's, the band is mm-hmm. on the TV, so it's like... That's awesome. You know, you look up from your beer, it's like, oh, that's, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you used to host the Up and Under Up and Mike, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you enjoy doing that? Was that fun, yeah, fun yeah. experience? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it definitely had times where it was a grind because it's uh, you know it's a Monday night open mic. Like mm-hmm. there is uh, you know times where it's Monday night and the bar isn't totally packed because it's the middle of winter in Wisconsin. Yeah. Right. Um, there's also times at the middle of winter in Wisconsin and it's packed anyway, which is especially fun. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I remember days just like where it's like, well, um, I'm late because I'm coming from work or rehearsal or something. And, uh, well, there's the spot, and I'm not going to be able to get my car out of it, but I can, I've got enough momentum to just wedge myself in there. I'll shovel myself out tonight. Yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> totally, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tyler Stefanski's been hosting that now. and doing Shout out to Tyler. A, yeah, doing a phenomenal job. It's, uh, it's Monday. I might head out there later tonight. It is so. Monday, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I've been to, I've been to the open mic before, and, um, Meet a couple, uh, you used to meet musicians from all different calibers, like whether they're new starting out, like mm-hmm. testing the waters, or they've been playing music for decades, like longer than you've been alive, yeah. and they're just doing this for fun because it's just a release mm-hmm. for them, you know? Yeah, 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 no, I, I like, um, you know, I mean, that, that jam is like always like kind of had a aura of that, like, I mean, it's back from like yeah i remember when misha was hosting it oh yeah, yeah. like you know and it was like it was a whole caliber of like you know yeah you, you know, like i commanded respect for the stage yeah yeah um and then you know then sam harvey took over with sleazebot which like you know and you know that's like really when i started going there um and uh it was like i mean sleazebot when uh it, was when it was in its full swing was like yeah that was my favorite band in milwaukee so that's what kept me going back like every mm-hmm. week like you know and then yeah and then it was an open mic i got to jam with them yeah <laughs> like, yeah right. yeah so i uh yeah definitely continued learning a lot there so it's you know like i i, I love to see that it's like you know back to like you know somebody that you know really gets out of like you know what an open mic's about like you know yeah. tyler knows how to like Steer a night. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler, Tyler's actually the one. He hooked me up with this thing, and he hooked me up. He hooked me up with uh, the website. I got my stickers out of. Tyler's a very useful resource. Yeah. yeah. Talk to Tyler Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He knows his media. He knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Good bass player too. Very yeah. Honey on the Biscuits, a great band. The house band for Up and Under. Tasty as a bitch. Tate, very tasty. <laughs> Delectable. So you. You like live and breathe all things music. Uh, not only the, the the production and the uh, the actual um, 
performance aspect of it, but also just the technicalities of it, working at the guitar center and whatnot. Like music is just your your that is your calling. It's um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. At some point, I might have to look into like yeah, steam fitting or something, just to you know, like totally uh, you know, buy a house. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's definitely been a like really fun like you know, just uh, you know, whole part of my life just to like you know, kind of see where I can go with this and like yeah, yeah, and I've been able to make ends meet. Mm -hmm. it's been really, you know, I feel pretty blessed that I've been able to do that. Yeah. What's the aspect of it? of jamming because I know you jam with a lot of different people too mm -hmm. especially when High Five was doing the, the open jams like when like what's like the joy you find in, in uh, jamming with uh, different musicians people you don't even know yeah I mean it's uh, I mean just, well creating music's fun and if you can yeah if you can make it sound good that's I mean it's a really yeah, it's a really fun high yeah. um, so it's like if it can be done spontaneously it's like it's like you know you're almost more exciting because you didn't you know you, you couldn't plan it out you didn't rehearse yeah, it like right. you don't expect it to go well yeah <laughs> or yeah. like you know like or, or you know yeah not that you don't expect it to go well but it's like you know like you you have no idea what it's going to be um and like i always love it because it's like you know if you get a group of guys that like you know or gal or gal right <laughs> that really know how to um listen like it's because, like, you know, if, if you don't have what you're playing rehearsed, like, if you're just following, you know, jamming along with somebody, like, it's really, like, you know, you can't just be soloing along the whole time, like, and if you get a group that really knows how to, like, work with that, and, like, there's still obviously a lead mm -hmm. that, you know, can be, you know, tossed around the room, um, and you have musicians that really know how to listen, and, it like, play dynamically, where it's not just, like, at 11 the whole time yeah yeah, yeah. like um you know it can stay at 11 for a long, good long time as long as you just know who's who's on top mm -hmm. like it's just you know yeah i mean i just you know yeah, i think it always comes down to listening like yeah i just really oh. find that just to be like really rewarding when it's done right oh yeah that's i i can sense that it's like you get excited when you meet people who take just as much passion mm -hmm. and uh, atten pay much as much attention to detail as you do with, I, with it. The night I went, it was the first night I went to the op open mic at the Up and Under. Um, I had uh, you know, like just turned 21. Uh, Zach Steiner had, had been inviting me and I could, you know, you know could finally go without sneaking in. Right, and, yeah. uh, and um, like had no idea like what the guitar player or like what the jam was going to be like so it's like well like well if the drummer's playing with Zach it's probably going to be pretty good mm -hmm. and uh, so I, I'll just like work out just a drum and bass thing I'd never done that before there was like you know a reason to you know push myself and like you know I, and I did it and Richard and I like well yeah we still working together yeah <laughs> there's chemistry like yeah. and you know just yeah from that first night we just listened to each other i just like mushed three songs together nice. it was like i was just like hey like you know i'm just gonna like you know this is all gonna be new anyway so i'm just gonna mush all this together so like you know i'll uh you know i'll turn signally when i change yeah, okay. and he just like it was like we rehearsed nice. like yeah just like that you know yeah, perfect example of like really fun jamming where it was like, yeah, you just knew what I was thinking. Yeah, right, right. Then that's why people stick together in their projects because they know what each other are gonna do. They mm -hmm. can they 
they can read each other creatively, instinctively, and they they can they know what to expect uh, movement by movement. Yep. Each, yeah. That's what, how projects last, right? Yep. Ooh. I heard you crack your back there. That oh, sounded yeah. like it felt good. <laughs> all right, Marshall. Well, it was great to talk about all your bands. It was great to talk about jamming, about just the very essence of music that you live and breathe. So, uh, Marshall, tell me what keeps you up at night. Uh usually uh i'm a musician that's when my brain won't turn off yeah right right <laughs> it's waking up in the morning that i have a problem with yeah <laughs> true what what puts you to sleep though um it's uh you know, usually i just have to have a project that i've done right and you know that's you know just you know, completion completion right you follow through you execute yep and then you sleep thanks for being on the show pleasure yes it was a great time uh, be sure to uh, tune in to uh, Soulfoot Mom, but it's a uh, new EP on the way. Well. Yeah, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, and we will see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.